Thank you. Oh man, ladies and gentlemen, it is a party. Happy new comic book year. Can you believe it? This the it's the brand it's New Year 24 2015. Oh man, gonna have to get used to saying that. And it is of course a new comic book day. Happy new comic book day. We're here, we're having a blast here at uh, uh Casa de Panel Riot, House of Panel Riot, whatever, I don't actually speak Spanish, so um Welcome, welcome to the party. Uh, we're kicking things off right with, uh, you just heard one countdown, well you're going to hear another countdown. Before we get into that, intern stand, kick us up a theme song. Okay, okay everybody, ready? Scooter. Sorry. Yes, okay, now let's, let's rehearse it one more time before Miss Piggy comes up. Right, okay. okay. Good. Yes. Here we go, ready? Should all acquaintance Ah, uh, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice, ladies and gentlemen? That was the Muppets, of course, singing Auld Lang Syne, Old Lang Syne. I don't know how it's pronounced. This is going to be an episode filled with me mispronouncing names and words and all kinds of things, because it's a party. It's a party, ladies and gentlemen. It is the first of the new year, January 1st, 2015. As you can hear in the background, we're having a huge party uh, here at the house, and... Um, but I, I didn't want to leave you with another week, another week without Panel Riot. Uh, we, we didn't record last week because of the holidays. Uh, it was Christmas time for me. I was at home in, in the country spending time with my, my strange family. Uh, strange and wonderful people they are. Um, but uh, I'm back now, and, uh, and um, we're, we're going to get into it. Like I said, uh, there was, it's, it's 2015. Happy New Year. Happy New Comic Book day and year and I am so excited to see what it brings both for us here on Panel Riot uh, and for the world of comics in general. It's fantastic. God, they are so, uh, they are really loud and I'm sorry about that. Um, in, Stan. Stan. They'll take care. Um, so, uh, time for a countdown. Everybody does these big year-end things while I'm kicking the year off with the countdown. We're going to take a look back at the best comics of 2014 in my humble opinion. Why my humble opinion? Well, I don't know if you knew this, but it's my show. It's my show, and uh, so these are the best comics that I personally read in 2014. Now, um... I'm a fan of nice round numbers, so we're going to go with 10. The greatest 10 comics that I read in 2014. Read, encountered, uh, crossed paths with. Um, but before we do that, I want to get into some uh, honorable mentions. A few books that I read that didn't quite make the list, but were still excellent comic books. First off, Loki, Agent of Asgard. Written by Al Ewing. Artist Lee Garbett. Uh, it's it's good. It's a really good book. It's a lot of fun. Um, they took this um, character that it became an unexpectedly huge smash in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, thanks in no small part to um, 
Tom Hiddleston in his portrayal of Loki in the Avengers movie. And um, they capitalized on that. They made a book where Loki is young again, and he's having fun, and he's joking, and he's not necessarily good or evil. He's just, you know, out there doing his thing. And it's it's such a good and successful book, it's, and it's genuinely funny. Um, and I encourage you to check it out. Next up is all-new Captain America, written by Rick Remainder, Reminder, Reminder, whatever, and Stuart I <laughs> artist is Stuart Immonen. Um it's, uh, it's a great book. It's only two issues in. I'm enjoying it so far, but I don't feel that that's enough for me to put it on the top ten list. Uh, go and check it out. It's, it is chronicling the, um, the adventures of Falcon as the new Captain America. And so far, so good. Like I said, two issues in, and uh, it's, it's a blast to read. Next up is the Spider-Verse series, um, written and drawn by various folk and uh it spans a lot of different titles it's you know there's superior spider-man spider-man 2099 scarlet spiders uh, uh, <laughs> uh spider woman sorry and of course the amazing spider-man and um it's if you like spider-man or have ever liked spider-man it's a love letter to all things webbed um it's wonderful, and it's it's you know explores all these previous Spider-Men from universes that we know, some from universes that we don't know, and, and it's acknowledging my favorite um, Spider-Man storyline, which is the uh, the stuff that um, J. Michael Straczynski did when he was on the book, and actually the, a villain that he created named Morlin is one of the main villains in the book. So, and it, it's just it's just a ton of fun to read. So um, go and check it out. It, I, I, I've never really been completely on board for Dan Slott writing Spider-Man, but um, from everything I've heard, he's a big proponent of, uh, of this book. So, and he's a, he's a big driving force, and of course he's writing the main storyline. So absolutely go and, uh, go and check that out. Next up is Black Widow, written by Nathan Edmondson and artist Phil Noto. Holy crap. Phil Noto. If you don't know that name, you need to. Google it now. Stop your party um, or burst through your hangover and uh, Google some of his stuff. He, his work is absolutely magnificent. This is one of the most compelling books of, uh, of 2014 and it's the, the first time I've been um, uh, this interested in Black Widow as a comic book character. Uh, that's maybe not true. Uh, no, that's not true. I, I, anyway, it's, it doesn't matter. It's a good book. It's a good book, and you need to go and read it. The only reason it didn't make my top ten is because I'm behind on it. In the interest of full disclosure, I'm a few issues behind. New Year's resolution, read more comics um, that I'm behind on. Next up is a book that I, I, oh, I love it so much. It's the Thrilling Adventure Hour. Um, they released, well, it's written by Ben Acker and Ben Blacker, um, and they released two number zero issues, uh, previews as co for comics that are coming out in the new year. Um, first is Sparks Illustrated, which is, Sparks Illustrated, no, Sparks Nevada, Marshall on Mars, which is illustrated by J-Bone and colored by Jordi Belair. Um, 
And the other one is Beyond Belief, which is illustrated by Phil Hester and colored by John Roche. Here's the thing about the Thrilling Adventure Hour. This is not their first comic book endeavor. Um, and I, I, <laughs> I have outlined an entire... What the hell was that? I, <laughs> I have outlined an entire episode of this show um, to dedicate purely to the comics of the Thrilling Adventure Hour, which is really technically only just three comics. There's these two number zeros, and they, re- they released a, um, a bunch of short comics as part of a Kickstarter um, last year, or no, I'm sorry, the year before, <laughs> 2013, um, which, by the way, I got signed by John Hodgman. That's a very exciting time for me. Um, anyway, and now the new, these two new comics, Sparks Nevada and Beyond Belief, are not coming out until 2015, January 2015. So as a result, they didn't make the list. They didn't. The number zeros are wonderful, and you should check them out. I gladly plunked down whatever they asked for it. I don't even remember how much it was. I just paid it and read it, and I'm happy I did. And you should do the same. And the Thrilling Adventure Hour, if you didn't know, is an incredible podcast, um, and you should go and listen to that as well after you finish this one. Next up is The Superior Foes of Spider-Man. Of course, that is on my list. Writers, uh, writer, Written by Nick Spencer and artist Steve Lieber. Um... I have heard the buzz about this book since it started, which was actually a a while ago, a fair amount of time ago, Um, but I never actually got around to reading it until future friend of the show, TJ, bought me a uh, a trade of the first few issues collected, and it's great. I enjoy it a bunch, so I think you would enjoy it as well. Next up is The Death of Wolverine, written by Charles Soule and... Drawn by Steve McNiven. I think I spoke briefly about this at one point on the um, on the podcast, and I will speak about it again because in 2015 I am probably going to do a, a Wolverine tribute retrospective thing because I never got around to that. Um, and I can hear half of you being very excited. I can hear the other half rolling your eyes terribly. <laughs> Get used to it. It's my show. Next up is Batgirl. That's right, a DC book. Uh, written by Cameron Stewart and Brandon Brendan Fletcher and uh, drawn by Babs Tar. This is, um, I think it was uh, issue 35 or 36. She got a new costume, new storyline, moving in a new direction. Um, it is an important step in the right direction for DC and their comics. But... I feel like it was. Um, they still. It still had a lot of issues, and um, it's got a long way to go. Uh, but it is worth a read. You should encourage this kind of behavior from DC. Uh, and finally, in the wait, is it finally? Is it? Is it? Is it? It is. Finally, in the honorable mention category is Thor, uh, the new Thor, the Lady Thor, uh, written by Jason Aaron and drawn by Russell Dowderman. I hope I pronounced that right. Probably didn't. As I said, it is the female Thor whose identity is still yet to be revealed. Um, and sh- it's it's a lot of fun. It's only three issues in. So, again, it, it's not enough to make um, really make my top ten list. But uh, it is, it's a blast. It's, it's a very interesting book. And I will be reading it for some time. And I am also very excited to find out who the new Thor is. Um, 
Who could it be? I don't know. I don't read Thor enough to know who it is, but it's clearly a, a blonde lady, and um, she speaks as an Asgardian with her mouth, but in her mind and in her monologue, it's like modern speak, which uh, I really enjoy, and is, it makes for an interesting bit of business of the character. Um, and it's fun, and the art is great, and I think you should check it out. But, yeah, that's it. Folks, that's the honorable mention list, and uh, we're going to take a quick break from our sponsors, and maybe I can shut everybody up so that uh, you can actually hear uh, the commercial from the sponsors. Uh, and we'll be right back with more Panel Riot and the, uh, the first five of our top ten comics of the year. Please stick around. In or around the Pittsburgh area, check out Metamorphosis, Pittsburgh's only full-service organic salon, spa, and wellness studio. Haircut? Check. Manny? Check. Petty? Check. Massages, highlights, sauna, and facials? Absolutely. We even offer professional yoga classes daily. Visit us at SpaPGH.com. That's S-P-A-P-G-H.com today. Because when you feel good, you look even better. Ah, yes, Metamorphosis. Heaven on Earth, my favorite spa in the world, my, one of my favorite places in the world. I can't wait to get back. The only reason I looked even remotely presentable for the holidays was thanks to Mia and the girls at Metamorphosis. I am eternally grateful to them, and uh, I think you should absolutely check them out, spotpgh.com. My toes are matte green in the best way possible. We are talking comics we are talking 2014 comics and we are talking about my personal top 10 list of 2014 comics let's get into it now here's the thing i'm going to warn you up front if you are an avid listener to this uh podcast some of these comics most of these comics haha not going to be much of a surprise to you because they're ones that i heap praise on at every opportunity some of them however may come as surprises to you and I hope that is the case. Starting with number 10, I believe I mentioned this way early on in the podcast, not this episode, obviously, um, but in previous episodes, Seconds. Seconds, written and drawn by Brian Lee O'Malley of Scott Pilgrim Does Stuff fame. Um, it is different from Scott Pilgrim in that it is uh, just the one single contained story. It's not drawn out um, over multiple books in the same way that Scott Pilgrim was. Um, and it's also very different from Scott Pilgrim because I feel like um, you can tell that he's matured as a writer and uh, as an, also as an artist. The line work is more confident. Um, it's still highly stylized in that way that Scott Pilgrim was. But... Um, the whole thing feels more coherent and cohesive and more, more put together. Um, it's, it's a fun book on the face of it just to read, um, but if you want to start peeling back layers, it's, um, there's, a lot, there's a lot of meat behind it. Um, a lot of... What's the word I'm looking for? Messages? Sure, why not? Um, it's emotional. 
in the way that uh, Brian Lee O'Malley books should be, and it's also hilarious in the way, and weird in the way that Brian Lee O'Malley books should be. Um, it's, it's, it's not the kind of book that you just read and then stop thinking about. Um, I read it uh, much, much earlier, probably around the middle of 2014, and every now and then it'll just kind of float into my head still, and I'll still think about it, about the, the imagery and the story and, and so on and so forth. And it's, just, it's just a great book, and if, you're, uh, if you haven't read it yet, what are you waiting for? It's 2015. 2015 is the year to read comics, my friends, um, and listen to podcasts about comics. Wink, wink. Uh, speaking of podcasts about comics, uh, you should listen to Comic Book Pit, which is another comic book podcast. Um, it is done by the amazing Dan Greenwald, and uh, I think I I feel I, I might have also mentioned this on the show before. Without Comic Book Pit, there would be no panel riot. So go and listen to them. Quick plug for those guys, and I hope to do more with them in the new year. Next up, number nine. Moon Knight. Are you surprised? You shouldn't be, because this was the year that Marvel said, let's make Moon Knight interesting. We've had this property for, I don't know, ever, and it has never, ever been even a little bit interesting. And then somebody else with a tie said, well, how on earth can we make Moon Knight interesting? He was, a, he was a poor man's Batman and half-assed at that. Sorry for swearing. Um, and they said, oh, I don't know. Let's make Warren Ellis write him. And let Declan Shavley... Shalvey. <laughs> Sorry, Declan. Uh, let's let them go to town on it and just do whatever they want. That was a good move by these guys. That was an excellent maneuver because for the first time, oh, oh, also, I'm sorry, um, uh, Jordy Beller, because they he did the color. Um, for the first time that it, that I have ever read comics, Moon Knight is an interesting character, an interesting creature, and um, I I just I devoured these books. I could not get enough. Um, they were interesting, and the storytelling was uh, uh, weird and dark in that way, that, but, but funny in that way that Warren Ellis does. Um, specifically, I, I really want you to read the second issue of Moon Knight, because the way it's told, it kind of it takes the, um, the idea of each page is a group of panels, and it turns it on its ear, so to speak. Um, and it, it's, it's, I don't want to spoil anything. Just go read Moon Knight issue number two and then read the rest of them. Um, I think this is over, actually. I think they're done. Um, or Moon Knight is still running, but uh, it's no longer being written by Warren Ellis. Um, that was only six issues, which is a shame. That's. I mean, they always say, you know, leave them leave them wanting more, um, which is, it works really well, and it's also insanely frustrating, because um, six issues for something this good is just infuriating, um, because after that, they, they moved it over to a new creative team, 
which I understand. I don't think Warren Ellis likes to be tied down to anything for very long. But now it's um, Brian Wood, Greg Smallwood, and Jordan Belair um, working on the book. And, I mean, who knows how long they will uh, they will stick with it. And to be honest with you, I cannot review those books, or those issues, rather, anything after um, the sixth issue, because I didn't read them. Because <laughs> I'm terrible. Um, I don't I don't know how they would stack up against the uh, the Warren Ellis books, and uh, I'm not terribly eager to find out, as you notice. But again, that is something that I will be reading in the year because 2015, say it with me now, is the year to read comics. Uh, speaking of wonderful comics, that's. Not much of a transition. The whole show's about comics. Um, I am going to eat a little crow on this episode of Panel Riot because, uh, as you may remember, I read an issue of a comic. Um, I believe I did an episode that was number ones, and um, it was Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, and Velvet. And I didn't care for Captain Marvel. I was not really a fan, I wasn't really on board. Um, well, my friends, I am here to tell you that I was wrong. I've gone back, and I've read more, and I've read the subsequent issues, um, and uh, I love it. it. It hooked me. Somewhere along the lines, I became completely invested in the story and in the artwork, and it's, it's great. Uh, written by Kelly Sue DeConnick, drawn by David Lopez, and, um, I mean, you don't have to go far to look for uh, praise for this book because it's everywhere. People love this book, and with good reason. Um, like, I, like I mentioned, with, with the first issue, it was a little... Like, I felt like I was trying to get on a train that was already running. You know what I mean? I felt like there was too much backstory that I didn't know. Um... But uh, I believe I said in that episode that I would stick with it and I would read the subsequent issues. And I'm, I'm really glad I did. She has since had um, adventures with the Guardians of the Ga Galaxy. Excuse me. I have been drinking. Um, she's had adventures with the Guardians of the Galaxy. She saved the planet of uh, creatures that kind of look like Quinari. Um, she's come up against... Uh, I can't remember. Peter Quill's... Jason? Is it Jason? Quill? Um, whatever. Peter Quill's dad um, and an entire you know, galactic army and so on and so forth. And uh, she also discovered that her cat is not a cat but it's actually an alien called the Flurkin. It's called a Flurkin. Turns out Rocket was right. Um, but good news, these crazy aliens are adorable. Aww. Her cat lays eggs and kittens. Actual kittens come out of the eggs, and it's so cute. <laughs> it's it's just it's it's adorable. Um, so uh, <laughs> it's really strange because at one point um, her cat like sticks its tongue out, <laughs> and then its tongue turns into all these crazy tentacles and tendrils, and and it kills a thing or something. I don't know. All I know is it was great. I really enjoyed reading it, and uh, I'm gonna read a whole lot more because this is uh, this is it. I'm hooked. I'm on board now. Um, 
Go read Captain Marvel. What else do you need me to tell you? It's, it's great. Number seven on my list of uh, uh, top ten comics of 2014 is All New X-Men. I would be remiss in my duty if I did not include an X title in this list. Or I guess Marvel would be remiss in their duties if I didn't include an X title on this list because I love the X-Men. And that's, you know, that's early days of Lunchbox reading comics was X-Men comics all day, every day. Um, and there are a lot of, of course, of course, a lot of X titles uh, on the scene right now. Um, I also, oh, I should have gave an honorable mention to the just the X Men, the all female led X Men title. That is a good book, and it's a lot of fun. Go and check that out. Retcon, honorable mention. Um, no, number seven on my list is All New X Men, written by Brian Michael Bendis. You know, the big guy, and uh, drawn by Stuart Immonen, who. I like that guy. I'm, I'm a big fan of that uh, that particular artist. Um, it's it's an interesting take on characters that we already know very very well that we're all of course very familiar with the original X-Men, and it's um, it's a fun. You can you can take these characters and take them in a in a new direction. If you don't know the backstory, Beast went back in time and brought the original X-Men into the future to kind of stop Cyclops from being a jerk. Um, and only, it only partially worked, and it was kind of a half-brained, half-baked idea from Beast anyway. It's also worth mentioning that this book has been running uh, for quite a while. Um, I think the first issue, was the, I think it might have been the end of 2012, if I'm being honest. Um, but it stayed strong all the way through 2013 and into 2014. They've added uh, X-23 to the roster. I don't know if she's still on the roster. Um, and uh, then they crossed over with the Guardians of the Galaxy, which was a lot of fun. I always enjoy seeing um, uh, Peter Quill and Kitty Pride interact. That's always a blast. Um, they did have a lot of other time travel fun, uh, fighting dark X-Men from the future, and there's also nice X-Men from the future, and it's complicated in here. Um, and in the most recent storyline, they have uh, gone to all these different dimensions, and they crossed over with Miles Morales. Miles Morales, that's right, Ultimate Spider-Man, which is a book that I still haven't read. Um, I'm sorry, so, uh, but I'll get on it. I will, I promise. Um, it's it's just it's just fun. If you like X Men and you you want to kind of get back to uh, the roots of what an X Men book can be, um, and more more like character driven and focused on who they are and so on and so forth, then this is a book for you. Uh, it's well worth the gander. Um, and it's, it's also a nice little, uh, which is strange, this is strange to say because um, they're all written by Brian Michael Bendis, but it's a nice little departure from all the other crazy crap that's going on in the X-Universe right now. Um, because it, you've got Uncanny X-Men and, and all the crazy stuff going on over there, and um, you've got Amazing X-Men, 
and um, Wolverine and the X-Men and just all this bonkers stuff happening right now. And um, it's, it, like I said, it's a, it's a little calm, quiet, uh, fun corner of the uh, X-Universe. Highly recommend it, obviously. Next up, a book that I have praised and praised and praised here on Panel Riot and will continue to do so, She-Hulk. She-Hulk, written by Charles Soule, drawn by Javier Pulido. I'm, I'm just so sorry. I'm just butchering names today. Um, I've talked about this before. I've told you how great it is. I've told you how fun it is and interesting and and how it focuses on She-Hulk as a lawyer instead of a um, instead of a super heroine. And um, I, there's really nothing else for me to say. Uh, I want to especially recommend the story arc where um, Victor Von Doom's son wants to defect to America, and she has to deal with all that madness. Um, that's a lot of fun. It includes one of my favorite lines um, in the comic, which is uh, Doom lands in front of him, and he says, uh, you, child, are a grave disappointment. And Kristoff says, it's my superpower, father. It's good stuff. It's good writing. Um, she, later on, she goes on to cross over with Daredevil. Um, yeah, Daredevil, Matt Murdock, um, Captain America shows up later on and it's just uh, it's good it's good and not just because I'm a Law and Order fan uh, it's, it's a genuinely wonderful and interesting book so uh, go and take a gander at that and that's that's it folks that's the first five that is the first five of uh, of the top ten lunchbox books of 2015 can you believe it I asked you a question no, you cannot believe it. Neither can I. Uh, and you know what that means. It's time for another quick word from our sponsors. Uh, if uh, intern Stan can get everyone to shut up again. All right, he'll, he'll deal with it in a minute. Uh, stick around for more Panel Riot. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. Hi everyone. Do you like video games? Do you like reading about video games? Do you like listening to podcasts about video games? Why don't you check out InsertCoinToBegin.com? New articles going up daily, and you can check out our podcast, Boss Battle, on SorgatronMedia.com. Let's talk tech! Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. Oh, yes. The old Wrestling Mayhem Show. Awesomecast. Boss Battle Trifecta. Three of the finest podcasts you'll find here or anywhere on the internet. Of course, uh, from our... um, our uh, kind of umbrella, parent umbrella, whatever company, Sorgatron Media, your source for quality pod... <laughs> All right. Your source for quality podcasting anywhere on the internet, sorgatronmedia.com. Go and check them out. We are in the home stretch, ladies and gentlemen. Time for the top five uh, best comics of 2014, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. 
you feel free to if you think I'm wrong, which you probably do, it's fine. Write to me, tell me, uh, panelriot at gmail.com or at panelriot on Twitter or at uh, DJ Lunchbox on Twitter or at intern Stan on Twitter. Tell him that he's an idiot because uh, he, whatever, the the crowd is still talking. Um, they're not talking over the commercials though, which is the important part. I feel. Anyway. Um, so, uh, number five. Um, this book, uh, I'm, I, I'm ashamed to admit, it, it came to me late in the year. When I say late in the year, I mean, like, in the past two months. Like, November, December, um, I discovered this book. And I have heard, of course, from every corner of the internet and every face that reads this book tells me how good it is and why I didn't examine it sooner, why I didn't read it sooner why I didn't take the time to bring you good wine. No, that's not... No. Um, why I didn't read it <laughs> sooner, uh, that's on me. That's a huge mistake on my part, and I apologize. I, you, you deserve better than that, dear listener. Um, I need to read all the comics, especially the ones that my dear friends say are good. Um, the comic, by the way, is... Saga. Saga! Of course it's Saga! Oh, Saga's so good! It, it's unbelievable how frustratingly good this comic is. Uh, written by Brian K. Vaughn, artist Fiona Staples, and just world-class work from both of them. Do you like sci-fi? Of course you do. Of course you do. Who doesn't? Jerks. Um, saga is for you. It's for everyone. It's not for everyone. It gets a little violent and um, creepy in parts, but it's it's just it's a wonderful book and much like um, uh, Seconds, which I mentioned earlier, it's not a book that leaves you easily. This is You're going to read this book and then you're going to think, well, more. And then you're going to read the next one and you're going to say, oh, okay, more. And then you'll read the more and then you'll run out of more. And then you'll be sad. And then you'll think about it. Constantly. Saga will be on your mind all the time. Um, that's how good it is. It's um, essentially a love story. <laughs> it's okay, yeah. It's a love story, but with a bunch of other stuff. Um, there's aliens and there's war and there's a guy named Prince Robot who has a television for a head um, and there's a creepy spider lady and there's a guy named The Will and um, there's a, a cat that only says the word lying when you can tell that you're lying oh god that just reminded me of the best scene in the whole comic and I can't share it with you because I'll spoil it go now read Saga all year long. Um, do you not have it? Do you not have it? Holy crap. I can help you. Go to panelriot.com, click on the button that says Amazon, and there will be a link, a direct link, to buy Saga on Amazon, the trade paperbacks. I'm doing this for you, and you can do it for me, because if you buy through that link, you'll be supporting me and supporting the show, and, um, and I really appreciate that. Saga number five. Holy crap. Um, next up on the list, number four, another book that I have heaped praise upon and will continue to heap praise upon 
uh, Velvet, written by Ed Brubaker and drawn by Steve Epting. And ah, uh, I am as excited about Velvet as I am about Saga. It's I've said I've said so many good things about it on the podcast before. It's an homage to James Bond and Miss Moneypenny. It's 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 an homage to spy thrillers and action thrillers, and it's just so good. Oh, I'm getting worked up. I'm 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 I'm. Some people eat pork and sauerkraut on New Year's Day. Some people eat black-eyed peas. I will be reading comics, and that will be my good luck thing for, for 2015. And I'm going to start with Velvet. I'm serious. When I'm done with this episode, I'm going to go back and read Velvet again. It's only oh, geez, like nine issues in, eight or nine issues in, which is oh, so frustrating. It's torturous um, because it's just, it's, it's, it's good and it's interesting and it's emotional and it's important that's something. That's a word that I should have been using more in this episode to describe a lot of these comics. They are important. Saga is important because it's not. It's not the same thing over and over. It's it's new. It's breaking new and interesting territory. She-Hulk and Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel. Spoiler alert! And Velvet <laughs> are important because. They're female-led books. Um, a lot of these comics aren't just good for the sake of being good. They are important. And they're done by people who know that they're doing a big thing and they have to do it well and they deliver. Velvet is one of those books. It is led by a female character, an older female character, which, again, I've said on this show before, how many comics can you say that about? Very few to none. It's a fun action-adventure book. The writing is good. The artwork is compelling. Go and check it out. Velvet, also available on Panel Riot behind the Amazon link. Next up, number three. You heard it because I just can't keep my mouth shut. Ms. Marvel. Of course it's Ms. Marvel. Of course it is. I love this book. I love it. I give it to people freely. I say... Oh, you want to read a comic? It's this one. Read it, and then come back to me, and I'll give you other ones that are not as good, because there are almost no comics as good as this one. Written by G. Willow Wilson, drawn by Adrian Alfona. Just listen to a previous episode where I talk about Ms. Marvel at length. It's so good. It's good, and it's fun, and it's interesting, and it's hilarious, and the artwork is fantastic, and it's unlike anything that you've read in your life. And it's coming, it's, it's a Marvel book. It's a Marvel book. They are taking risks at Marvel, and the risks are paying off. Miss Marvel, I, 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 the success of Miss Marvel and the success of She-Hulk, and the success of all these books at Marvel are why DC is doing what they're doing with Batman. They're dipping their toe in the water. They're dipping their toe in being a more diverse 
comic comic uh, publisher. I, I just when I read Batgirl, I thought, oh, they're trying to pull off the same stuff that Marvel is already pulling off. Captain Marvel. That's did I mention? That doesn't matter. Um, which is why I say what they're doing is a step in the right direction. But if you want to see it done expertly and perfectly, Ms. Marvel is the way to go. I will not, I promise you, I, I was talking to my friend, my dear, dear friend Ellen, who will be on the show in 2015, I promise you, um, and who has shunned Marvel and DC. Filth. Marvel and DC are filth. She wants nothing to do with them. She's into indie comics. She's into uh, animal comics, and and she she's not interested. And I don't blame her. You know, they do produce produce a lot of dreck. And I said, read this, give it a shot, and if you like this, you know, then we'll talk. And she liked it. She liked it. She's a tough critic, and she enjoyed it. And that's you don't know Ellen, but you'll hear her later on not in this episode, but in another episode in 2015, and I, I promise you, you'll understand what a huge endorsement that is. Miss Marvel, number three. Next up, number two. I'll be honest with you, um, you probably saw this one coming. It's Hawkeye. Matt Fraction, David Aja, Hawkeye. You knew it was going to happen. We all did. But it's deserved. It's a great book. It's so much fun. It's, it's just, it's it's different, and it's it's. I don't need. I, I I don't have the words. I would have had to sit and think and write down something, write down an interesting review or something like that. Not just something off the top of my head, um, because it's all been said before. The the mountains of praise on Matt Fraction's run on Hawkeye, it, it's all been said before. Look anywhere on the internet to find people loving this book, and I'm just adding my voice to the cacophony. Finally. Number one. Are you ready? You're not ready. You're not ready. Stan, you're not ready. Stan. Stan. Oh, Jesus. Stan's passed out. Oh, that's going to be trouble later. Oof. Um. Oh, well. No, it's fine. It's fine. Don't interrupt the big moment. Don't interrupt the big moment, Stan. Stan. Number one on the countdown, my favorite book of 2014 that I read, that I encountered. Oh, I love it so much. Oh, it makes me feel all warm and tingly and nice inside. I like to read it over and over again. It's good, and it's funny, and it's risky, and it's, it's character-driven, but there's also action, and there's comedy, and it almost... <laughs> Almost every review I read of this comic says it is better than it has any right to be. And that is a perfect description for it. Sex Criminals. Sex Criminals, written by Matt Fraction, drawn by Chip Zdarsky. Number one. Number one of 2014. My favorite comic book of 2014. Delivered consistently again and again compelling characters that make you care about them. It's a book about people who can stop time when they orgasm, okay? And that's not the most interesting thing about the comic. The people are the most interesting thing. 
the main characters, the side characters, the art is incredible. These in, these remarkably detailed scenes with all these little in-jokes in the background. If there's a poster in Sex Criminals, it says something hilarious. It's a reference to a movie or another comic or something. It's, it's just so good. And it's called Sex Criminals, so it's not safe for work. And it's not for... It's for mature readers, as the book likes to say in every single issue. Mature readers. Even, they have somehow even made the letter columns hilarious. They, so they print the letters, right? And then, and also, I mean, of course the responses are hilarious, but across the top there's sex tips. Amazing, hilarious, snarky, weird sex tips that are so popular, they published a book called Just the Tips. And it's just this it's just the tips from the book. If you are old enough and mature enough and want to read a phenomenal comic, Sex Criminals is the book for you. That's it. That's the book. That's that's it. That's number 1. That's number 1 in my uh the 2014 Panel riot uh, book amazing. I don't. I don't have it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's 2015. We don't need to name our lists. We only need to have them and enjoy them and revel in them. And I hope that you will do that with me. I hope that you will continue to read comics and share your experiences with me. Um, email us here, panelriot at gmail.com. Tell me what you're reading in the new year. Tell me what you're hopeful for. Tell me what you liked about my list. Tell me what you hated about my list. Not enough DC? Uh, I don't care. It's not DC December anymore, so I don't have to care. (laughs) Uh, Full disclosure, I'm probably going to read a bunch of Green Lantern soon, though, so um, we'll get into that. I'm so excited for 2015. I have so many great things lined up things i've got things planned all the way out to march can you believe that and it's only january it's it's a great folks it's a great time to be a comic book fan i'm glad that you are sharing this experience with me uh do you want more panel riot sure sure why not who wouldn't um you can find us online panel riot at no i'm sorry (laughs) panelriot.com Um, That is our website. You find links to buy things that I mentioned on the show on Amazon. You find um, uh, comic artwork that I greatly enjoy from from, uh, comics that I also greatly enjoy. Links to download the show, which you can get just all over the place. Um, You can get it on Stitcher Smart Radio. We're available on Spreaker. We're available on iHeartRadio, which is amazing to me. You can get us on iTunes and uh, we have recently, recently become available on uh, one of the best podcast apps out there, uh, Overcast. Overcast is a phenomenal podcasting app and I can't recommend it highly enough, which I can't believe I only said that sentence once this episode. Um, so yeah, go, go and check us out. As I said, uh, send us an email, panelriot at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, at panelriot, at intern stand, at DJ Lunchbox. Um, and just, just share. 
Let's 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 just read so many comics in 2015. Let's all talk about them and hug. Let's hug with our words. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Thanks for listening, true believers. Until next week, when hopefully I will have thought of a catchphrase. Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.